0: Hi there. Welcome to or welcome back to the Shift Control Podcast. My name is Paul McAnallen. Thanks for joining me today. Um, So the topic for discussion or at least my monologue is about storytelling, um, brand storytelling um, which I've talked about before and I think a few episodes back I was very fortunate to have Park Howell from the business of story on as a guest, Um, Park talks about every brand or organization needing to have the ability to um, tell their brand story almost like through the eyes of um, storytelling in the movies. And he cites example of uh, writers like um, Randy Olson who talk about the uh, ABT and, but therefore, in the arc of the story, which is really, really interesting. So I was kind of a, um, a firm believer that that's a really good way for uh, brands and businesses to move forward, um, bringing together the a more well-defined or a better defined marketing message and communicating that with sales teams and then bringing the two together for business improvement and business development and so on, which is all good. Um, until about the 10th of July, when I noticed on um, Dave Trott, uh, Dave trott T-r-o-t-t.co.uk, um his uh, blog about artisanal advertising, which is a play on artisan and anal, I think, um, where he talks about, actually he starts off by saying, it seems everyone in advertising is desperate to call themselves a storyteller. And then he goes on to uh, try and basically shatter any illusions that I would have had or anybody would have that storytelling is the art. Um, he talks about never having hard storytellers, He has always hired thinkers and creative people. And he um, believes that it's a bit like the hipster trend that copywriters, art directors became storytellers just simply because of an artisan trend. Um, And he doesn't dismiss the art of storytelling. It's a really good blog. Actually, Dave Trott is a brilliant writer. He's written Predatory Thinking, which is an excellent book. He's a very, very well-respected creative guy from uh, GGT um gold Greenest trot back in the day, I think they operated out of Dean Street in Soho. Um and they did the Flake ad, a Hello Tosh got a Toshiba. Um so anybody from the Maya will have a laugh at that one who's listening. Um so he's pretty good at what he 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 does. He is probably one of the best in the world. He also talks about 20 billion every year being spent um on advertising in the UK. I don't know if that twenty billion is advertising as in the conventional sense or whether that includes marketing and communications. Um, so brand messaging, um, you know, through the line stuff, rather than just above the line. He reckons 89% of it is not noticed or remembered. So essentially that's 18 billion out of a 20 billion spend that's ignored just because it's wallpaper. And he he would say that that is because people um, a, are telling stories, they're telling the stories to themselves. So I think that's a fair point. Um, that he's better equipped to talk about it than I would be, and I have to respect that opinion um, At the minute I'm working with a lot of different brands and um, I'm very fortunate to have some like a diversity of of portfolio if you want to call it where different industry sectors are represented and I'm lucky enough to start to see um, how different organizations operate within those different industry sectors, what the challenges are, what the uh, you know economic you do a pestle analysis, let's say across the, um, for like for toxic the financial services sector, um, managed IT or IT sector, uh, construction, interior construction, um, a design, um, a leisure, a FMCG, uh, you know whatever it is, a whole bunch of them, they all suffer different things, but what they have in common is that they all have a story to tell of some description, and what I find more often than not. Is that those businesses are able to maybe tell the story really well in one way, so that's a bit like to use Dave Trot's parlance. That's a bit like having a really brilliant billboard, but that copy not being able to extend to a radio campaign, or more likely an ad in the um, a, a Twitter a post that's not going to be the same translated into a blog or a script for a YouTube video or whatever it is. And the idea is that you should be able to tell your story in as many different ways as is needed to, to reach your uh, audience. And I'm really talking business to business stuff here. I'm talking about the ability of your sales team to communicate um, quickly, slowly, uh, one-to-one, one-to-many, that your marketing team is able to support that sales team with messages that go online that still resonate, be it in 140 characters, to amplify a blog post, be it in a 500-word blog post, that is to try and amplify um, the message from a presentation or a seminar that was held that morning, that is to, to endorse and validate some of the testimonials and case studies that are on your website, anything like that. Um, and a lot of businesses are not able to do that. Um, try and explain to somebody what an elevator pitch is in the 21st century. I still get completely wowed with the number of people who don't actually know what an elevator pitch is, number one, but number two, they haven't got one. They haven't taken their customer value proposition and been able to shoehorn it into a sentence that makes sense for them. And then I meet senior management teams and CEOs of business who aren't able to describe accurately what their business does. Uh, Throwing in in the line cobbler's shoes, you know, um, I'm working in the business for too long and I don't really know, which isn't really acceptable if you're working with a customer base of maybe over 20,000 every single year. You kind of need to know who you are and a compelling reason as to why I should buy. So it's so a really really good exam, example of what that is all about. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a um I read I read a bit. You know I don't read an awful lot. I don't read enough, but I read a bit. Um, and I haven't read any of Ernest Hemingway's stuff. Um, apart from one story, um, I there's a story there's a there's a bit of an urban myth about um some writers getting together way back in the twenties or thirties, um where they were meeting together and talking and uh, betting each other who could write the a short story and who could um, write a, sh- a sad short story. And Hemingway won a $20 bet. And his story is for sale, baby shoes, never worn. um. Now, there's a lot of myth around that, but that doesn't really matter, you know, whether it's true or not, whether he wrote it or not, six words to tell a short story is absolutely brilliant. You can hand that to any budding screenwriter, and you could create 20 or 30 horrible movies based on those six words alone. You turn that into a, a play, you could turn it into an essay, you could turn it into a sales pitch, but it's basically honed down from all the bullshit and taken everything out, operating very, very factually um, in the black or white and nothing in the gray. So a lot of salespeople tend to get bogged down in the gray, you know, market-leading, you know, really. I don't work with any business that's actually market leading um, in the eyes of the customers. They're not bought, they don't buy from you because they think you're market leading. It's just some kind of fictitious label that you put on yourself. But I've never worked with a true market leader. I've worked with some brilliant companies and I've been lucky enough to do that. But market leader, the best, you know, the use of adjectives and superlatives and any of the narrative that they use on their websites to describe what they do for themselves, not what they do for their customers. So that's probably where I would be at odds maybe with, with um, them, likes of Dave Trotty. He's talking about advertising. I'm talking about marketing, you know, their tactics uh, to the same strategy, perhaps. Um, but the question that I would ask of any of you who are listening who are running businesses, um, uh, either startups and probably especially startups, you know, where they're least likely to admit being wrong, Um Because it's their baby. They've been doing this for so long. They've got a really good sales pitch. They're going to take it to an investor. And the investor says, yeah, there's your money. But I'm I'm not an investor. I'm a customer. So how can you recreate that story so that it pitches to me? How can you recraft that story so that you can sell to 19,000 other people like me that will make your startup float and make it work? And that is the craft about being able to story tell. Um, I'm going to give you a few resources that I think if you're interested in this, and if you're interested in your brand and been able to communicate your brand, you may be interested in these, I don't know. His stuff is just mesmerizing. He's a brilliant writer. He He's just an incredibly gifted writer. Um, that's just fun thought-provoking, it made you think about how you even write stuff yourself. Um, Excellent, that would be Dave Trott as one. Predatory Thinking is the name of his book, it's absolutely brilliant as well. The other resource would be Park Howell, which I mentioned before. Park has been a guest on the podcast, I would be um, finding it difficult to tell you exactly when that was, when he was on, it might have been episode uh, 15 or 16. Um, but if you go to iTunes or go to my website shift-control.co.uk, um, you'll probably find something there. And if you want to avoid my stuff completely, which I don't blame you, um, probably just go and Google Park. Um, his website is businessofstory.com, and go to his Twitter feed, which is at Park Howell. He is unreal. Um, I listened to a recent podcast. I was driving up to Oma the other day, so within about an hour and a half, uh, probably less, maybe an hour and ten minutes what he did was deconstruct entirely the brand message of a marketing business, turn it around completely, and just every question he asked, the the ability to challenge the conventional thinking of this business was brilliant, and it was just like seeing it before your very eyes or um, in front of your ears, or hearing it for yourself um, shows you that um, it's always good to to consider how you position yourself and how you tell that story. So um, yeah, thanks for listening. my website is shift-control.co.uk. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, which is a, a shift-control66. Have a couple of fairly decent guests lined up as well over the coming weeks. Um, uh, one guy in particular who's a had really some outstanding success success in the startup space. Um, who's got a really great story to tell about sales selling and marketing and bringing the two together also a little bit about brand story um i'm hoping also Um, i've been in touch with paul pr smith who is the writer behind sauce tech um and who has written some books with dave chaffee that are on i think um university syllabus uh reading material but also some of his work on sauce tech is just amazing i was very fortunate to work with paul about 10 years ago now um and he's um He's really, really brilliant and he his uh, process and structure and the way he thinks about things is just really invigorating. Um, So I'm hoping to get those two guys on plus the author of another book that I'm going to keep under wraps. But listen, thanks for uh, tuning in Um, and I hope to be able to uh, get chatting to you again soon.